Hey guys, welcome to the shit show of my 20s. I'm so excited that you guys are here. My name's Sophia. I started this podcast in the beginning of April and I got furloughed at the end of March. And quite honestly, it was so hard for me to comprehend and deal with that. I was like, I have two choices right now. I can start the podcast that I've always wanted to start or I can let this really deter me and start emotional eating and just sit on the couch and do nothing. And I decided to go with the first choice. And I'm so glad that I did because I've got to meet so many inspiring people from all over the world. And I hope that you guys see yourselves in some of these stories because I've just been having so much fun. This has been lighting me up so much. And I'm really glad that I put myself out there and decided to start it. You know, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to start it. And I'm so glad that I just did that. And I know as an introvert, it's been pretty hard to like put myself out there, talk in front of a camera, talk to all these people I don't know. But I feel like this has been such a growing experience for me. And I feel like I need to share that with you guys because maybe there's something in your life that excites you but kind of scares you at the same time. And maybe it's time to step into that. Today's guest is Farah. I love chatting with her. Go into how she became a singer, how she comes up with lyrics, and it's really cool. She actually sang at the end of this interview, which is so cool. Uh, She has such a beautiful voice, and I love how she's sharing it with us. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear this one. Let's get started. This is weird because I was actually thinking I want to interview someone who, like, you know, creates music and who's in that creative space. Totally. And I've been thinking about that for a couple of weeks. And then I got an email from your PR and I was like, wait, this is so weird because I've been thinking about this, but I haven't said it out to anyone. Well, I told my mom, but I haven't like told anyone. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, that's so interesting that I got an email. I love when that. And I was like thinking about that. It was like totally like a manifestation. Dude, I was like, that oh, this is manifestation, weird. you know, divine intervention, whatever you want to call it. Like that shit's real. Energy exists, you know, like your thoughts and your words like they become reality like it's you know people don't realize like how real like that can like that stuff is you know it's crazy yeah. so i love it and i'm yeah. really happy that you know i get to be the one that you interview so i'm honored thank you so much <laughs> yeah well thank you for doing this like it's yeah. so interesting what you're doing like i want to go into your brain of like how you come up with lyrics and how you got into singing and like how your career started and have you like always been a singer? Always, always been a singer, like a... yeah. I'm excited. Any question you ask, I will have more than a paragraph answer to. So ask <laughs> that's away. exactly what I love. Exactly. You know what I want. What I want my music to do, as far as how it influences the world and the impact that it has on people in this world whether it's you know just making them happy for a bit or touching a piece of their soul or something like that even if you don't understand the words of a song you feel that you feel that shit inside you it moves your soul the beat the rhythm comes inside you and you really get to like it just moves you as a as a soul as a spirit you know so i think that the way we can go about bringing change or at least one of the ways in the way that i plan to do it with my sister and um, is is through music and we we're going to change the world through music and you know we we are planning and already started and are working on starting a a revolution for the middle east and especially uh, middle eastern women so women can start being able to do what they want you don't have to stay at home and get married and cook and clean all day you don't uh have to you know be afraid to not to not do what you want you don't have to like listen to everything the man says you know it's it's like it's a new world time for change and and it's only fair for everybody on this earth to be able to live a life that they want to live is is your sister is she a singer too so she actually is a songwriter so we are a duo of wow songwriters that's that's interesting too how that dynamic works yes you know yeah we Mm -hmm. really believe that you know god put us together as siblings for a reason because you know what are the odds one, one sister is just absolutely magnificent with with words like with lyrics with poetry with you know she's just unreal like and she's so young but her words will move you and make old men cry just sitting there 
So I'm, and, and then me, what are the odd, the other sister? And it's just two of us. And I sing and I, and I grew up singing and I sing before I could speak. And I'm an opera singer and I, I sing jazz and gospel. And, you know, I got to actually sing at Obama's inauguration ceremony as for his first election in Detroit. So, I mean, I definitely, I love music. We love music. We love creating music. We want to bring change to the world. We want to spread good vibes. We want, you know, we want our music to touch people and, and move them and kind of bring the world more to a positive light, especially nowadays with, you know, a lot of music, it doesn't have a good message anymore, or it doesn't, you know, it, it promotes violence, it promotes drugs, it promotes things that are really just bad for people. And it puts, especially kids, when they listen to this music, it, it gets into their heads that it's okay to do certain things just because of whether they realize it or not, it's going into their subconscious when you turn on the radio and you hear that. You know what I mean? And, and it's promoting drugs, promoting violence, promoting uh, hatred, promoting y using women. Pro women are meat. And it's all about sex. And it's all about, you know what I mean? It's like, we got to change that. Because music is supposed to heal people. Not supposed to hurt people. And I'm not saying, oh, all music has to be good and lovely. Like, I love rap. I'm, I like rap. I rap myself, you know? I'm just saying that and it'd be nice to kind of have some music go in a different direction and kind of bring that goodness back into the world because the world right now is missing that. There's a lot of evil. There is a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of craziness going on right now, especially right now. Like this year has been absolutely insane. Okay. I don't know what's going on with 2020, but I mean, the people we are so divided against one another because of stupid reasons. And we have to remember that, the people in power, you know, they want us to be divided. What is the what is the thing that has been going on for centuries? So people, so certain people remain in power. I mean, what what is that? It's divide and conquer. You divide the people. You divide the countries. You divide whatever. You divide whatever you're trying to divide, and it will, and and those people will not prosper. They will not succeed. You know, they will not move up in the world. So it's like we got to remember that we got to as a people come together, all get along, spread love, spread good vibes, forget the differences, stupid differences that don't mean anything. We're literally spirits inside bodies. Like we are spiritual beings. And this body is just, you know, it's just, it's just holding us on this human life. So it's like, in, in my opinion, I could be, I could be crazy. But I mean, regardless, if I'm crazy or not, I still think that the energy that you put out into the world is the energy that will come back to you. So if you're a good person, then people will be good to you. And I'm not saying if you're a good person that people won't talk bad about you because there's always going to be people who talk shit. There's always going to be people who have something to say. There's always going to be people with their own issues. And, and, and that being said, usually if they are doing those things, it has to do more with them than actually you. So, but yeah, what goes around comes again around the energy you put out into the universe will come back to you karma is real energy is real whatever you want to call it you know like it, you're bad to people and and you bad things will happen to you whether it's now or in the future if you are good to people you will literally you don't gossip and you treat people fairly you will see like you will be blessed you, you the universe will gift you whatever you however you want to describe it you know like energy is real being good is real like it's all part of a realm we as humans don't understand, and I don't think we will ever understand in this human journey, but that's the beauty of life is that we don't understand everything. And we never will. That's why you gotta keep the faith, keep working hard, be a good person, and just live a simple life. You know, something my dad always says is, and I love that he says this, is life is so simple. And something he always tells me and my sister, take it easy, just relax. Things are going to happen. You know, like you can't control everything. Just relax. Live a simple life. Be good to people. And things will just work out. So that's, I, I truly believe that. I mean, of course, easier said than done to believe these things because, you know, we all get paranoid. We all have bad thoughts sometimes. We're human. We're not perfect. I mean, I'm not perfect, definitely. I have my own flaws. Everybody has flaws. And, you know, but we can just keep the self-love, keep working on yourself. Try not to stress. Don't let, you know, don't let bad vibes affect you. Don't let, just, just, 
back to back to the saying again just take it easy you know just relax life is simple life is supposed to be simple don't complicate it just be around those you love and 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 you'll be happy and that's another thing is people always search for happiness you're not going to find happiness you can't go find it you can't be on a journey and expect to achieve happiness at the end because happiness isn't something that you can go find or go grab it has to come from within it has to come from your daily life it has to come from the energy around you the energy that you give yourself the thoughts that you have if you ever find yourself talking down to yourself or talking badly to yourself stop that shit hey there's only one me so mm-hmm. and, and and to me music music this is all related to music and that might sound like insane but it's so related to music like music is so powerful it is so powerful and and the messages whether they're subliminal messages whether they are stated clearly with lyrics in in a song it will affect the listeners is there like one song that made you realize that or one song that really stood out to you i don't think that a specific song made me realize this i think more of my journey through life kind of going through a whole bunch of things that happened and uh, I actually lost I, I went through some things that weren't necessarily the best things that could have happened to me growing up I did a boy I, I was seeing we were together and he actually ended up committing suicide and, and after that I became atheist for two years because I was like this is freaking crazy that all you people are crazy you know and then after that another kid I was seeing who ha- he passed away as well and from that point on, then I realized that, okay, you know, I don't understand why this is happening, but there has to be a reason because this isn't just a coincidence. Like, what are the odds? The two guys I dated, you know, they both passed. What's going on here? I think I was being, and it's not about me. I know it's not about me. But as far as my life, I think it was preparing me for what's to come. And just being able to understand and use my pain and what I went through and use my experiences to kind of heal the world and explain to them and, and kind of show them how ha- have you, if you have gone through something similar uh, or whatever troubles you're going through, because everyone has their own problems. Everyone carries their own cross, you know, I think it's just, I, I want to share my story because I believe sharing my story and will heal, help heal the world and help heal people. So they know they're not alone. So people know, oh, it's not just you. It's okay. Stuff happens. You just got to keep keeping on. So I definitely think just going through stuff like that and, you know, a a whole bunch of other family stuff that went down and just, I'm not going to say life has been rough. There have been rough moments. I think life is beautiful. But you just got to keep your head up and learn from it. and, And anything you go through that, not have been the best for you just use it as a way to to really just expand your mind and try to help others because really at the end of the day we're here to help other people we're here to spread love to other people because that's what it's all about it's just and i think that music heals people so when i make music when my sister when we make music together whether it's whether it's a rap song or pop song or whatever we want to spread joy we want to spread goodness just we want we want to spread fun we want to remind people just you know relax have fun and just listen to good music you know and And after that relationship can I ask was it hard to open yourself up back up to love or was it easy for you to go into another it was crazy so after he committed suicide it was very hard for me to uh, actually get back into dating or seeing people. Definitely had my eyes focused on the music and I, and I had it in my head that that was it. I'm focusing on music no more. But I started falling for his friend, the one who passed away. I started falling for his friend and, and his friend. It was very comforting just being with him. And, and he was really an amazing person as well. And I, and I kind of fell for him without, without wanting to fall for him. It just happened. And so, I mean, I'm not, it was wonderful, but you can't control what happens. So, and yeah. And then, and then when he passed away as well, definitely, it's definitely been harder.
but not not in a bad way. I definitely I'm not afraid of love. I I know that love is real, and I know that like I can't wait to fall in love again. But it's not something that I'm gonna rush, and it's it's definitely not my focus. If that makes sense. And how do you like? Do you also write the songs? Do you guys write the songs together? Does she mostly write the song? How does that process work? Um, actually, so it depends on the song. Some songs she writes. Um, and she's like, yo, this is, this is, this is how I want it to sound. Some songs I go in and I top line. So basically the top lining is like going in on a track or a beat and just coming up with melodies and just freestyling whatever comes to my head, whatever is flowing out of my body, out of my mouth to the song. And to me, that's when I come up with personally, when I come up with the best music. Um, I don't know if you've heard my song, I'm in love, but I freestyled that whole song on my new EP. And it came from my heart. I mean, it was about one of the boys who passed. And yeah. And like, how did you, have you been singing since you were little? Or was there like a certain point that you got into it? Have you been to voice lessons? Did it just come naturally to you? Um, actually, this is kind of a funny story. So I actually started singing before I could speak. And my, my parents literally thought there was something wrong with me, both of them. So they, they made sure to take me to the doctor right away, figured out what's going on, you know, is there a tumor, why can't she, why isn't she talking, you know, a lot of kids, toddler or whatever, kids her age, they're already saying a few words and she's not saying anything, I was very quiet, very shy, didn't speak really, but I did sing, I would hum, I would, you know, have you seen Sleeping Beauty? Yeah. So, you know, when Aurora, she's in the forest and she's like, she's like singing with the birds and stuff. Yeah. So I would replicate those melodies. I would just sing them when I was a baby. And that's kind of how my parents discovered I, I could sing is I would just sing those op- operatic vocals. And I, and I was like, like two or like one. And they'd be like, and then uh, my mom would tell me stories about how well, she does tell me stories still about how, you know, she'd be at the mall shopping and we'd be at what, like Nordstrom or something or Marshalls, TG Maxx, whatever, wherever we were, and we'd be in like the changing room, and um, I would start singing. And then when when we walked out of the changing room, people would look at my mom and say, "Was that her? Like the little one?" Because they couldn't believe that such a, a big voice or such a, a nice, pure sounding voice was coming out of a little kid. And and my mom always said like, "Well, they knew it wasn't me. Like, look at me. They, I can't sing." <laughs> so. Yeah, my parents are not musical at all whatsoever. I mean, my dad totally is not musical. My mom totally cannot sing. Like, there's just no music anywhere in my family. So that being said, we really believe that that our talents um, and my voice and and my sister's writing, they're gifts from God. So my mom said, like, for her to not share our gifts with the world, it would be a sin against because we have been blessed with such unique talents and I, and I don't I don't I'm not saying unique because oh I could sing and I, I'm saying unique because my voice is so it, not in a cocky way I swear I'm not trying to be cocky whatsoever I'm only saying this because I really believe music is my purpose in life and that singing is my passion and spreading good messages with my voice I it's my purpose in life like I, I've been tested I've been asked questions about this from God like I have been you know, tested and gone through trials and tribulations just to keep myself moving up to the level. Can I handle what's coming up next? Am I going to be able to take what's coming at that next level? And, I, and I've seen it and I know that these are tests from God or, or whatever you want to call the higher power because I've been through it. And like, I just, I just have that gut feeling and I, and I like to trust my gut feeling. I think all people should really trust what they feel inside, you know, like there's a reason you feel that, it's, whether it's your conscience or you know, something. So yeah, I definitely started singing that way. So yes, singing definitely came naturally to me. My mom wanted to start me in singing lessons when I was young, about six, seven, eight. Every time she took me to someone to start getting singing lessons, they always said, no, no, she's too young. You're going to dance. She's going to damage her vocal cords. There's, you know, she's still developed developing her voice if she starts singing lessons now is going to ruin her voice so I didn't start singing singing lessons and then finally she took me again I think I was about 12 13 maybe older 14 ish wanted me to start taking singing lessons and every singing teacher that I met with told me to stop singing 
One said, you suck. I don't know why you're bothering singing. The other one told my mom secretly, like, I don't, you know, she really shouldn't sing. So it just, it was always an issue with singing teachers and, and I don't, I don't know what the issue was there, but I started singing in church choir at my school. And, and then at that point, the, the organist and the choir director, Dr. Noriko, phenomenal pianist, a wonderful lady. She, she introduced me, she wanted me in, in the choir of the nice voices of Vox Angelica. So she, she wanted me in that choir and she introduced me and she was working with me privately, teaching me a couple opera songs. And, um, and then she said, and then one day she introduced me to the rest of the choir and I was very shy. Like I said, I was very, very shy. I didn't like talking to people. Like I had, I still have social anxiety, but I had extreme social anxiety where I would shut down if people said hi to me, like very bad um, just growing up. So when she was introducing me to the choir, I was very shy. She was like, you know, Fair is going to be part of our choir. She has a very special voice. And then I got to sing for the choir and, and they were all in shock because I have a very unique opera voice. It's not like, you know, every other opera singer's voice. It doesn't sound super trained and there's not a lot of, oh, it's more, it's pure, you know, it's, um, so I, I'm thankful every day and I, and I really just want to share my voice and really want to spread good messages to the world, especially with the craziest craziness going on now. But from that point on, um, after church choir, still did church choir, started, uh, my sister and I actually both started singing at the Detroit Opera House. We got to be in a few operas there, which was really dope. Um, Carmina Burana, uh, I believe Don Giovanni. There were a few we were in and it was really cool. Very nice experience. And even there, they would, they would move me around if they were missing someone. I myself, I'm a coloratura soprano. So there there are different types of soprano. Soprano means you have a high voice. Um, and then there's first and second soprano. First soprano, you have the highest, you can reach the highest notes. So I was a first soprano, but if you go, if you dig deeper into the classifications of different types of sopranos, the coloratura is the one that reaches those extremely high notes. So that's me. But they would also, because of my range, um, if they needed someone to sing alto for the day and they were, and someone was missing, oh, fair sing the alto part for today so like i i have a nice range um and i i would love to sing for you now i i don't want to just be talking all this shit <laughs> like let me sing yeah, for you, you know what i mean <laughs> so i would love to sing a couple songs just to show you yeah um if that's cool yeah yeah i want to hear you <laughs> okay dope i will do that in a second but from that point on you know lots of opera and then i started doing a whole bunch of gospel because I'm from, not because I'm from Detroit, but I am from Detroit. And, you know, there's a lot of churches at a, that, you know, participate in, in gospel music, um, especially in downtown. So I was getting trained by someone or working with someone, actually. His name was Fred. And he was working with me to, to do some background vocals for this guy he knew who was making a movie. And he needed a female vocalist. And he loved my voice because I had sang at this international tea party. So when I did that, he, 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 you know, he asked me if I could work with him and sing background vocals for this guy's movie. And then I, I did that. And then that guy ended up passing away. So the movie never ended up happening. But through that, I started singing gospels at different churches just by meeting different people and kind of just meeting different people. And I had, I had been singing at a lot of different events and stuff. So finally, I got to start singing different gospel music. I don't know if you're familiar with the song Still I Rise by Yolanda Adams, but that was one that I sang pretty often. And every time I would get called to a different church on Sunday, a different church in Detroit. And, oh, well, this preacher wants you this Sunday. So I would go that Sunday. And every time I would sing, you know, and Detroit is a hard audience. They don't clap for just anybody. So it was like I would sing and they'd be like, dang, you know, that white girl could really sing. It's like, oh, thank you guys. So it was an honor getting to do that. Just like really getting to train my voice and conquering that growl, conquering that rasp. Every time I sang certain words, Fred, that guy, he'd be like, oh, there's that growl I like. And I would kind of blush because I was still young. I was like 15, 14 doing all this. So when I, and, and then through that, one day at church, at one of the services, um, I was singing Still I Rise. And someone in the at the service 
came up to me afterwards and said, wow, your voice is amazing. We are having Obama's inauguration ceremony or we're hosting Obama's inauguration ceremony in Detroit next week. Are, would you like to come sing? And, and I was like in awe because what? Obama, you know, like the president like or the soon to be president. I was in awe and it was, and I, and I actually, and I was like, yes, are you kidding me? Of course. So I actually got to do that. I showed up, had never practiced with the band before, but he did tell me what song. He said, all right, the song you're going to do is At Last, Be Here, whatever. And my mom was ecstatic. She was like, oh, my God, I cannot believe this, my daughter, whatever, you know. And so I actually got to sing the song At Last by Etta James um, in original key. We didn't change the key or anything. So when I got there, I met the band, had never met them before, had never rehearsed with them before. It was just kind of like, okay, go show up, kill it. You're going to kill it. So it was like, I don't have time to mess up. I don't have time to practice. So I got there, um, you know, was wearing a really nice dress and everything. And the, and the mayor was there and, and it was really cool. And just met the band and they're like, all right, well, key. And I was like, original key. And then we sang the song and I was so nervous. I was literally sitting down at the table beforehand, like just looking at the lyrics, like, okay, I can't mess this up. And then afterwards though, it was really, this is my most honorable mention, my most honorable accomplishment I have done. As, a, as an artist, as a, as a singer, or as a person in general, I got, a stand, I got a standing ovation at President Obama's inauguration ceremony in Detroit. So I was just in awe. I was so happy. And from then on, I started recording covers at the studio in Detroit. And then the studio owner in Detroit said, what are you doing with these covers? Enough is enough. Do you want to take singing seriously or not? His name is Greg. And I said, yeah, of course I want to take singing seriously. Like, this is my life. There's nothing else I, you know, I, I'm going to do. Like, I don't have anything else I love. Like, this is my purpose. And he was like, yeah, um, no more covers. you got to start making original music. And then from that point, that's when he introduced me to my first producer. Producer, because everybody's a producer. I'm joking. But, yeah, I got to work with my first producer. And then um, I released my first single. I, I wrote the bridge on that song. And from then on, it's just been a journey of working our way up and meeting new people and then meeting new producers and, and just working our way up through the years. Different campaigns and we have worked with so many people who promised they could make me a star and oh, you're going to be so big. And it ended up all being talking the talk, not walking the walk. A lot of scammers that just want to take your money. A lot of people who claim to be in the music industry, but they're not. You know, there's a lot of bullshit in the industry or in the act in the industry because the actual music industry is very small and, and tight knit and close knit so once you get to that point they everybody in the actual music industry the top of the top they all know each other so it's like working your way up to get to that point and now after everything that we've been through and being screwed over and money being stolen we spent all of our budget already but now i have the music and it's like it's really dope because now I have the music and we are, yeah, I'm working with the dopest producers in the game right now. I mean, and the best songwriters in the game. And my sister and I, we're, when we go to studios, we're working with, I hate to name drop, I really don't like name dropping, but we're working with like Dre Bombay. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he, Andre Harris is his actual name. He's Justin Bieber's main producer one of his main producers and he worked with Michael Jackson and he works with Usher and Chris Brown and just went to his studio the other day and just said, Hey, and he was like, Oh, yo, what's up? This is my man. Like this is Chris Brown's uh, main producer. And he introduced me to him and it was like, Hey, so like, I mean, we have really worked our way up just by not giving up, by not losing faith and by continuing with the journey and just, you're going to get told no a thousand times. I mean, I remember when I went to every record company when I was young in New York, and every single record company told me no. And a couple of them said, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to keep our eye on you. But, I mean, what is that going to do for me? You're going to keep your eye on me? So what? Thank you. I mean, not so what. Like, that's great. But, I mean, a lot of I, a lot of it, there's a lot of scamming going on, even with ANRs. I mean, you pay an ANR so much to listen to your music, and then nothing happens. This is a business, guys. It's called a music business for a reason. It's not just that love people love music it's the music business i mean even record companies nowadays have turned giant financial financial institutions they are just banks nowadays they're not taking artists they're not taking people with raw talent 
and developing them anymore. They're not on the streets looking for that amazing ass singer on the side of the road anymore. It's not like that anymore. They, if, if you got money, if you got a parent who's famous, it's all politics now, basically. And it's kind of, it's kind of shitty. And and another shitty part of it is that a lot of times people won't even look at you if you don't have that huge ass following. Well, who has the huge ass followings nowadays? The influencers. And guess what? All the influencers are starting to make music. And so they're kind of taking away from artists, like people with actual, and I'm not saying they don't have talent, people who actually are singers, people who actually are guitar players, people who actually dance, real ass actresses, real ass talented actors who have it in their soul. I can even name five people I went to high school with and their voices are phenomenal. And it's like, I'm, I'm looking at all these Instagrammers release music and it's all auto-tune and, and, and bullshit. And it's like, whoa, what happened to music? I mean, even I turn on the radio, half the time I turn on the radio, it, it's all auto-tune. It's all, it's, I'm not saying there's something bad with auto-tune, but I mean, there's people with real talent out there. And it's just not fair to, to some of them and I'm not even talking about myself right now, but it's not fair to those people who are pursuing music. And I know so many artists out here that are working so hard every damn day, making new music and all fair, check this out. Let me know what you think. It is dope as shit. And I'm like, holy shit, you just killed that verse. Or damn, your hook was fire. Or whoa, those back, you know what I mean? And it's like, but it's hard to grow your following. And it's like, okay, well now how do we grow the following? Because there's just, I don't know, influencing took over. Social media took over. And it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just totally babbling your head off. <laughs> no, okay. And I wanted to ask you, like, what helped you, like, maintain your faith through all of the craziness? You know, what helped you just stay grounded and this is going to happen, this is going to work out? Honestly, that is something I still struggle with. Just because there are days I have my ups and downs. Definitely with saying that you know, my faith has been, my hope has been wavering. But usually, just recently, it has been wavering. I've, up until, and not because I don't believe I'm, I'm not going to make it. I know I'm going to make it. I know this is my purpose in life. It's just like, how, how do you keep yourself? You just keep moving. I mean, you're going you're gonna to get told no a million times. I've been told no a million times. I've been told I can't sing. I've been told get out of music. My dad every day tells me, okay, are you done yet? Are you coming back? Are you, are you going to go fast to finish school? What are you doing with this nonsense? You're humiliating yourself. My whole family, they think I'm a joke. They think my sister and I are whores. Just because we're on stage, for men to look at. I mean, this is the mindset that a lot of people have um, in our culture and in our own family. So the fact that we don't talk to most of our cousins and our, our little cousins are not allowed to follow us. I mean, I had my little cousins on Thanksgiving come up to me this past Thanksgiving and say, I know my mom thinks you're bad, but, and you're not a good girl because of your YouTube videos. Mind you, I don't post anything on YouTube except for music videos. And I'm, I might be in a bikini in one or something. You can go check it out. But, but I still think you're good, but I still love you. Or I'm not allowed to talk to you. Oh, sorry. I, I can't say hi to you. My mom doesn't want me to talk to you. You're a bad girl. What? My own first cousins? Like, this is crazy. This is crazy. And you know what? You just got to keep the faith and, and prove them wrong. And don't, don't do it to prove them wrong. Do it to show yourself, look, I've come this far. I'm not stopping now. It's a miracle I've come this far. It's a miracle I'm sitting in this car right now with my sister driving to go to take shots for a music video in, in LA, in the city that, that music it flourishes. So, I mean, it's just a miracle. My, my parents are born in Iraq. My parents... They don't know anything about music. I mean, this is completely insane. Um, and it's part of God's plan. That's what another thing I always say is it's not our plan. It's his plan. So you, we can't expect to control everything and monitor all the details and stuff because it's not in our hands. So sometimes you just got to work hard, keep the faith. And that's, that's what I've been doing. Even when, And I, I've been building up my, my hope back up and, just it's just been rough recently i'd say like the past month or so I, I just had a really bad sinus infection and some family drama and it just kind of brought me down to like why am i doing this but it's like whoa 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 pharaoh snap out of it and this is where i am i'm in this 
part of the process right now is I'm snapping out of it, getting back on my feet, remembering why I started this shit. Because if I stop now, I will never forgive myself. And how, what do you do when you're not feeling creative? Do you ever like feel like I'm not feeling the inspiration? Why am I doing this? Do you ever feel like in that space or do you always feel creative? I definitely would like to consider myself, you know, a pretty creative person. If I ever, you know, if I'm not feeling too well or, or too creative, then I definitely will um, maybe like go take a nap or go drink some tea, maybe go on a walk, just relax my mind. Usually if I feel like that, okay, I know what you're saying. If I feel like that and, and I'm stuck in my head because I'm overthinking and I'm, and I'm stressing out about a lot of stuff. So the best way, honestly, for me at that point is to just take some time off, you know, relax, eat something, take a breather and then, and then jump back into it. And do you ever have like imposter syndrome come up before you go on stage? Like who am I to be singing the song on stage? Or have you always felt like alive on stage? Is going on stage easy for you? Yeah, no, stage is, is where I actually become my truest self. It's, it's my truest form. Stage is my home. Like there's nowhere I feel more comfortable than being on stage because I actually get to be myself. I'm not embarrassed of who I am at all. Like I don't care if my dad disagrees with me because this is my stage. This is who I am. Versus, you know, sometimes being off stage, I might have that feeling, which is totally ironic because it usually is the opposite. But I think it's just because of a lot of the cultural differences that I grew up with that kind of are still lagging in my brain. And I'm still battling a little bit of that. Um, and that's why, you know, starting this revolution, especially for women in the Middle East, is so important to me to, to stop this, to stop this crazy stigma, to stop this double standard of you know, women have to, to cook and clean. And, you know, even, even going to school for women is, is kind of taboo. It's, it's becoming less taboo by the day, especially here in America. But over there, yeah, I mean, a woman going to school, I mean, it's really crazy. And so, yeah, I want women to have that freedom. I want men to have that freedom. I want everybody to have that freedom. And just, yeah. I'm sorry, what was your question again? Mm. No, it was just about creativity and tapping into your creativity. Yeah, I no, think you I, I, I love, I love it. I love being, I'm a creative soul. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I will always love making music. I'm always, you know, singing and freestyling and just, I'm always just trying to spread joy. And I, and I think mm-hmm. that there is, you know, it's crazy because sometimes there's a lot of people who, who don't like that. Especially in LA when, when there's a lot of competition. But it's like, why, why are we competing? There's enough room for everybody. I mean, like I said, it's not our plan. So whatever's going to happen is going to happen. So, I mean, you, you should just support other people. Again, coming back to the whole whatever energy you put out comes back to you. If you're going to hate on people and not support them and, you know, wish badly upon them and for them not to succeed, what do you think is going to happen to you? You're not going to succeed yourself. Like, my sister and I have a dope-ass reality show that we're trying to pitch about us trying to become famous and the process of becoming famous rather than once you already have made it. Because every show nowadays, they're already big and famous, but we have this reality show called Not Normal with a K. So it's K-N-O-T, normal, because it's actually not normal. It's kind of like a play on word, you know? But yeah, it's about us moving from Detroit to LA to pursue her songwriting, to pursue my singing, uh, to pursue our music together. And about, you know, us and the struggles of, of trying to make it. And so we have that. And we're working on season two right now. Season one is on YouTube. We have an Instagram page for it. Again, not normal TV, K-N-O-T, normal TV. And it's just crazy. Like, I, I just, there's just so much I know now after doing this for almost 10 years that if I had known then, I, of course, you would be farther. I would be farther along. But hey, it's part of the journey. I, I'm supposed to be here now. So. What's something lighting you up right now? Something you're really excited about? Oh, okay. Um, something I'm super excited about is I'm working with my wonderful new friend. Well, he's not my new friend, but we've got to become very close lately. And his name is Jair. And he's really a wonderful um, photographer and cinematographer. And we are working together. And he knows a lot of um, social media stuff. So he's been helping me out like crazy. And, you know, he's been giving me tips on how to grow that. Um, because social media is a crucial um, aspect of you know being a musician of being an artist 
So, but it always has been, but now it's just like become extreme. Um, and something else I'm excited about is I have a couple EDM projects, you know, coming out, which I'm super pumped for because one of them, I'm actually on the same compilation album as Skrillex. Not the same song, but the same album. So I'm really pumped because I, lo I love Skrillex and it's going to be really dope. And then something else I'm really excited about is uh, this other EDM group and their name is GTA, Good Times Ahead. They needed a vocalist and the people who put me on the album with Skrillex, they want me on uh, their song. So I just sent them a whole bunch of vocals and they are going to be putting it in their song and I'm really pumped mm -hmm. and that's kind of exciting because like I, I hope that'll boost my name more in the music scene as far as gaining a following and showing people hey look I exist so I'm excited about that I have another I just dropped an EP the day the night before my birthday which was June 21st um I just dropped an e EP which stands for extended play which is basically a mini album it's really dope. My sister and I wrote it. Um, like I said, I did freestyle that song, I'm in love. We worked with Aunt Clemens on a song called Carefully, and he is blowing up as an artist right now. He's a really dope songwriter. My sister, he and I, we wrote that song together. I also have a rap song, which is super trap. I mean, like, if you want to hear something super trap and dope, go listen to my song, Ice Pack. Um, we are dropping a music video every Friday from this EP, and then after we're done dropping the music video every Friday for the next four weeks, I have another EP coming out with all new music. Um, and we're just going to keep dropping new music, new music. Because like I said, over the years where we've been scammed and stuff, what we did get out of it is a whole portfolio of about 60 songs. So I have mm -hmm. so much music ready to release. We are working on this reality show. We are working on pitching the show. We have season one on YouTube. We, you know, Jair and his, and his wonderful editor, they are working on uh, season two and editing uh, footage all the way from Thailand. And then we have season three, which is already filmed, a whole bunch of footage from Dubai. And we have, you know, us making music there and we film music videos there. And there was drama and screaming and fighting. And, and so we are just, we're we are going to make this work. What's something that most people don't know about you? Most people don't know that I, I am actually like, I have a lot of shyness to myself. I'm like not shy at all. But I, I, I like get I get weird about certain stuff. I don't know. Let me think. What is something people don't know about me? Okay, here we go. I didn't know English until I was six years old. I did not know English until I was six years old. And yeah, I was bullied for most of my life. I'm still bullied to this day. Got a lot of haters. I mean, a lot, a lot. A lot of people I went to high school with just started hating on me for no reason. And, and just so that's something I guess people don't know about me. When I, when I lost the two boys um, right after the second one passed away, a lot of people started hating on me because there was a lot of drama that went along with that. As far as there was a lot of, his family had their own issues of their own and, and kind of tried reeling me in and, and involving me. And there was a lot of rumors and, and stuff. And it's like, whoa, I'm not involved. Keep me out of it. So I started getting death threats and, and hate mail and hate emails and, I had to turn off all my comments on Instagram because I was getting hated on by just people I have never heard of all throughout Michigan. So, I mean, it was just crazy. I didn't, I didn't get to grieve in peace. I still haven't grieved. I don't really have time to grieve right now, but I'm hoping that me doing this and me, me spreading my music will heal me and, you know, make up for, you know, what he wanted because he was a producer himself. So I'm pursuing music and I'm definitely going to, God willing, you know, dedicate, you know, an award to him and stuff like that. What is something that you're learning right now? Something I'm learning right now. How to use TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning how to use that app. Another thing I'm learning right now on a more serious note, a lot of people, and I know people always say this, but the reality of it's actually insane. A lot, a lot, a lot of people are, I don't want to say sheep, but they don't, a lot of people don't think for themselves. Anything people read on the internet becomes reality in their minds. Anything people hear or see is fact for some reason. People don't question things anymore. People aren't taught to think for themselves anymore. We're just kind of being fed information and told that it's true. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
y'all, our minds are so powerful. Take a step back. Think about what's actually happening in this world. And, and let's create some change. And I think that it's crazy. Like, um, a, a lot of people don't realize how powerful our minds are. And, you know, how much change we we can make do ourselves. You know, how powerful one brain is. How powerful one human is. It's absolutely crazy. And so just remembering you have that power. And remembering that, you know, we are in control. I think that's super important. And if you could go back in time and talk to your 20-year-old self, what would you tell her? I would say stop caring what people think about you. And don't let going back back to Michigan make you go downhill. I'd love for you to sing for me. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, so I'm going to sing you a couple songs just to show you you know, a variety of uh, my different voices. Okay, so I'm going to sing you a song called... Well, yeah, I'm sure you know the song, Beautiful by Christina Aguilera. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to sing you a little bit of that, and then maybe I'll sing a little bit of opera, just to show okay. you. Okay, does that sound cool? Yes. Okay. Every day is so wonderful And suddenly it's hard to breathe now and then I get secure from all the pain. Feels so shame. But you are beautiful in every single way. Words can't bring you down. Yes, you are beautiful no matter what they say. Words won't bring you down, no, no, so don't you bring me down today. So beautiful. Thank you so much. (laughs) I really appreciate that. Thank you. So yeah, I love that song just because of like, honestly, the message. Um, just, you know, letting people know that they're beautiful. You don't have to change for anyone. And it's just really a great song. And on top of that, I love Christina Aguilera. I just love her. <laughs> Do you want me to sing a little bit of an opera song? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So this song is called P.A. Sue. And it's really, um, it's like one of the songs I learned at church. And yeah. Okay. opera into like the music I make now like even if it's like pop or R&B just like if I, if I do like an opera type vocal in the background it's kind of like takes it to that next level and it like gives it like that ethereal type feel and like so I love doing that um yeah are there any questions that you wish I would have asked you I don't think so do you want to hear should I sing again or yeah if, if, if there's any song you're excited about or something you want to yeah I share can, I can yeah. sing the like part of the song I sing um at last for um Obama's inauguration if you want to like paste that in there yeah okay <laughs> you're like sure yeah okay yeah <laughs> I was like yeah 
I never get a performance like this, so I'm enjoying it. Oh, I'm happy you're enjoying it. That makes me happy. I love your laugh. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, I'll sing at last by Anna James. At last, my love has come along, my lonely days are over and life is like a song oh yeah, yeah. and last the sky is above my heart was wrapped up in clover the night I looked at you I found a dream that I could speak to, a dream that I can call my own. I found a thrill to press my cheek to, a thrill that I have never known. Smile, you smile. Oh, and then the spell was cast, and here we are in heaven. For you are mine. Cool. So cool how you're sharing the voice, your voice with the world. I oh, love it. Thank you. That really, like, oh. swear to, that means more to me than you know. So I really appreciate that. That's awesome. If you guys haven't already, or if any of you haven't checked out my music, I would totally love for you guys to go check it out. Just dropped a new EP called Lies. It's really dope. It's available everywhere. It's for free on SoundCloud. It's free on YouTube. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and yeah definitely would would love for you guys to hear it and let me know what y'all think thank you guys so much for listening i'd love if you can leave me a review on itunes please feel free to share it with any friends you think the story would resonate with i hope you guys have a great rest of your day